From Bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Each week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet to file recommendations, make reports, and survive on water that drips from the boiler pipe in the back room into our open mouths as we sleep on a bed of dot matrix printer paper. One day, maybe, we'll escape from the subterranean hell that is this basement, but until that day comes, this city is not going to improve itself. So here we stay, improving things. This meeting is now in session. Hello. Oh, hello. We're in session. What? It's true. Who, who even says that? You do. But once you a week. Cor- you are correct. Approximately once a week, I do say that this meeting is now in session. And you do it but- well. I thank you, but I but I don't mean it. It's not what's in my heart. <laughs> You'd fooled me. <laughs> That's right. No, I don't. I don't believe that any of these meetings are ever in session. That's that's my that's my great confession for for the year. If they're not in session, what are these? I don't know. My my life is like a torment, looking into the void every day. So so when I say something is in, is in session, I don't mean it. That's just par for the course are they in suspension oh they could be i like that this meeting is now in suspension yeah should we do attendance oh sure why not i mean because we are here we are yeah Uh, okay so first attendee um huh this is a familiar name uh paul deshen i know that one because it's mine okay good good Mm -hmm. that's me uh, I'll need, I'm going to need some, uh, ID though. Uh, geez. Uh, I've got, I've got like my library card. Yeah, okay. If you slip me your library card and maybe a 20 and a sandwich, uh, second attendee, it's got, um, Aiden Morgan. That's you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, got a problem. I don't have any ID. Uh, you've got your, your name tag. So I do. I'll right, accept we're that. Good. <laughs> I should have it on upside down so I can read it more easily. That'd be smart. Yeah. Maybe next meeting. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we're both here. What's, we uh, I understand we have a guest. We do. We do. We have Arthur White Crummy from the Leader Post. Uh, uh Soon to be formerly of the Leader Post. But you know, one thing I do know about Arthur White Crummy, he may leave the Leader Post, but he will never leave Regina. He will always be here. And that is something I cling to. Yep. I'll always be here in my heart, guys, even if I'm physically back in Laurentia. Oh, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I feel better. I'm over it now. Hey, Arthur. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good Ooh. to be here. It's been a while. It has. It has. Um, a few things have happened since you've been here last. Yes, yes. Uh, back then, the world hadn't uh, yet collapsed on itself. Yeah. No global oh, wow. pandemic. Um, yeah. No, uh, no attempted coup in the United States. No. Innocent times. Yeah. Just uh, rainbows and gumdrops. Yeah. So you are, uh, this is like your final week, is it, at the Leader Post? No, I've still got uh, about a month. I think oh, okay. uh, three weeks and four days. Uh, I'm leaving on the 19th um, and uh, should be taking a little trip through the States. And then I'll be back uh, in Ottawa, where I grew up. Well, congratulations. But this is kind of your exit interview from Regina. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do a bit of a debrief, are we? Yeah, that's what we're hoping. Mm-hmm. Have you have you have you felt enriched by your time in the Queen City? You know, I really have. I fe- right. I, I feel like I was a child when I came here, and now I'm a real man. Oh dear! Uh, and I'm not really even joking. Like this is uh, this is uh, my time here has been like one of the first uh, uh, one of the first serious jobs that I've had in my life, uh, yeah. and I feel like I learned a lot doing it. I mean, the Leader Post. I'm, I, I mean, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still being paid by them, so I better talk it up. And honestly, <laughs> really honestly, uh, there's just amazing people there. And I have learned a lot from 
the people that I've worked with, uh, people that have been there for decades. Um, and that's something that I didn't really have to the same extent before. So yeah, I've been really thankful. And not only the people at the Leader Post, but to the people that I've obviously worked with on the day-to-day business of going out into the world and gathering news. Like this has been a fantastic place to do it. Awesome. Um, yes, yeah, so that's great. So you came here like a, a, a wooden puppet and then ping, you turned into a real boy. Yes, yes. It's, it's a heartwarming story uh, fit for the big screen. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so part of the Arthur White Crummy like a cinematic universe. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, I, I think we're essentially talking, we're, we're just really ripping off Pinocchio here is what we're doing. Yeah, pretty pretty so much. We yeah. Say that because there's copyright issues involved. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So uh, you, you moved over to the provincial beat uh, a while ago. So you have been like in the room while all of this like provincial stuff Mm-hmm. has been happening in this province. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm thinking back to like a week ago and there was that press conference with Scott Moe, um, which uh, the reviews weren't great. Like I think they, two they stars is the best you got. At this point, Paul, you're going to have to be more specific about which press conference. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, press, which, which press conference was a disaster. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, that's a really good question. Uh, it was uh, the one where he uh, stubbornly didn't do anything new and uh, stayed the course, that one. Again, there's, you're going to have to be more specific, Paul. Um, well, Paul, are you thinking of the one that was sponsored by Nutrien? <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Oh, that was today. That was a good one. Really good production values. The uh-huh. uh, graphics. Absolutely. I mean, I, I guess that's what you get when you have uh, the Saskatoon Chamber of Commerce moderating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the. Well, I guess more generally, though, like, what has it been? I, I, you must be aware that the public is a little bit frustrated. With, or some of the public are very are frustrated with the response, and on both sides, we have people who are upset mm-hmm. about too much action, and some people are too are upset about too little action. Um, what is your what is what does it feel like in the room mm-hmm. when Scott Moe is taking these questions and his uh, his actions are being questioned so severely by the press? Yeah, well, okay, there's a few different ways I can go about this. Like one thing that's uh, that's that's entirely different from the way it was before the pandemic and even before this current wave of the pandemic is I feel like there's just so much more attention on provincial politics right now and particularly on any press availability that we get with the premier, especially yeah. during the past several weeks. It, it, it's a bit better these past two weeks, but earlier in the fourth wave, it, th- they were really hard to get. So whenever they happened, there was a lot of pressure on us to just make sure that we use every moment uh, to ask the questions that people wanted asked, right? And right. so many people were watching, commenting live uh, uh, on various media of communication. And uh, yeah, so you feel it, I think, a little bit more than you might have if you were... Uh, fielding a press conference about the latest uh, highway, high like highway improvement, right? Which is something mm-hmm. we might have done before the pandemic occurred. We mostly blow those off now. Uh, I have to admit, the, the uh, there's a lot of lanes being widened that aren't getting the same press coverage that they might have gotten uh, two or three years ago. <laughs> and I, I bet I bet they're sad about that about not getting the publicity for for like. The road to Valmarie being paved over properly. Well, you know who is, I'm sure, very disappointed is Fred Bradshaw, the highways minister, right? This is his big, this is his big thing. And he shows up at one of these events and, and, and none of us come. <laughs> well, he can't talk about COVID. So, so there you go. Or, I mean, or public I health. I ask Fred Bradshaw about COVID. I just might not get anything particularly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. See, if, if, I were, if I were a reporter, like in the room, I would be asking Scott Moe, like, where does he get his, like, ties? How does he balance, like, a career and family? Like, those are the kinds of things I would want to know. 
I actually already know where he gets his, uh, well, where he gets his, his formal wear. Uh, oh. I'm not sure if it's his ties, uh, but of course I did that research in advance. Uh, so ah. you don't have to ask those questions anymore, Aiden. I can tell you exactly where he gets them. He actually okay. gets the place that I used to get them. Oh. Yes. Uh, Fred Matheson menswear in Prince Albert. It might be okay. Ted. I'm not sure, but it, it's one of the Mathesons. Central Avenue, great place. From from Prince Albert. Prince yeah, Albert. You know, I really didn't. I mean, that that was just like a random, stupid joke that I just came up with. I was not expecting any kind of answer. So yes. thank you. That's You're that's welcome. awesome. Paul, where do you get your menswear from? Um, actually, I don't know anymore. I, I recall <laughs> buying menswear at some point, but I don't. It's been so long. I've forgotten. Uh, why would you be getting your menswear in Prince Albert, Arthur? He, that, that is, yeah, that's my follow-up. Well, I used to live in Prince Albert, uh, Paul. That was my first, uh, my first journalism gig, actually. And that's how I found my way uh, at West. I uh, just uh, spread my CV far and wide. And the uh, best bite I got was uh, the Prince Albert Daily Herald. And I was happy to work there on the court and crime beat for about a year and a bit. Nice. Yeah. So it wasn't like you were going back to Prince Albert every few months to like update your wardrobe. No, I haven't updated my wardrobe in four years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still, uh, still living, uh, 2016 Prince Albert fashion. I think, I think you're safe. I I don't think things have changed that much. If Scott Moe can do it, I can do it. Yeah. (laughs) Looking, looking at a map here, like you would have gone from Prince Albert and probably canoed, uh, down to Langham, and then taking a wagon to Saskatoon, and then another one down to Regina. This is this is my guess. That's, that's my most, vision. That's the most uh, clearly the most direct route. Uh, yeah, but 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 I unfortunately went through Davidson, which I would not recommend. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a dangerous jaunt. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us now? Now that COVID is pretty much over and everything sorted out, and uh, Nutrien has moved into the province, and we're all good. What are the comments that are coming into the leader post? Like, what are the behind the scenes uh, emails that you guys are getting on yeah, okay. uh, this stuff? I mean, this is interesting because it, it, it differs very widely depending on, 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 on source, right? Like, so email tends to be people who are unhappy with public health restrictions and unhappy with our coverage because they think that we're overplaying the risk of the pandemic, uh, I mean, there's clearly still a diversity, but I would say it tilts in that direction. Uh, people that think that we're fear-mongering, uh, whereas Twitter is clearly more apprehensive about what's going on. Facebook's kind of in the middle. I, I feel like Facebook is probably maybe a little bit more uh, representative of the general public, but the worst side of the general public. <laughs> it's it's It's... It's all of us, but us at our worst. Okay, but what about letter post? Because that has to be the best stuff. Well, okay, no, no. The best stuff is facts. And, and we still do occasionally get faxes. Well, what are those like? Well, okay, so one of them that we get has a lot to do about astronauts. And okay. uh, thankfully, I presume to save paper, he, uh, he writes it in these concentric circles. Right. So uh, it, it, the, the very middle of the page will be roughly normal, but then he's run out of space. I don't know if there's some sort of budget here, but once he's out of space, then he starts writing in concentric circles around the previous tract about astronauts. Uh, I, I think there's various historic figures that are mentioned. Uh, I believe the Pope might have gotten a shout out. JFK, JFK Hoover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genghis Khan, these kinds Whoa. of things are all very uh, relevant. Now, are these, are they all astronauts? Uh, I mean, some of this is difficult to trace. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the unifying element, though, does seem to be space exploration, yes. Okay, is, is this person concerned about COVID, though? No, I'm, I haven't checked the fax machine since COVID began, I have to admit. Because I haven't really been back at the office that much because we have been under, uh, like many others, uh, under work from home orders. So, no, we, I, I have not checked the fax machine since COVID began. Oh, that's too bad. Regularly. 
So yeah. I, I, I can't tell you whether those trends have, uh, have altered in any way. Right. Well, I wish you would, because I've sent a lot of faxes about astronauts <laughs> in the last few months. So go, go to the office, check, you know, you'll get the whole story. Right, right. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. As you mentioned, we're on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio, and uh, we're the Queen City Improvement Bureau here with Arthur uh, White Crummy, uh, talking about uh, just news of the province. Um, just speaking about the changes that the leader post, and um, I know you haven't been there for a while, but you, don't you guys have like a, like a gym up above you now there, like a climbing gym? Mm, yeah, so our uh, former press room, where the paper used to be printed, yeah. uh, is now, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's like a zip line and go-kart place or something. I've never actually been in it, uh, but I, I, I was told in the beginning that there was zip lining, that, that, that you could zip line around the former uh, press area, and I can hear the go-karts uh, from... My yeah. work. Cool. Yeah. Which which is really uh, therapeutic, you know. Um, <laughs> the calming sound of go karts. Yeah. Well, they 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 screech as they go around the corners, and mm. uh, I'm sort of in the middle of the newsroom. But I don't know if this was intentional. Uh, but but our managing editor, who's sort of the senior person on site in the newsroom, is the closest to the go karts, and I'm sure that he chose that location for his mental health. Ah, the closer to go-karts, the more, the more relaxed and sane you are. Mm-hmm, certainly. But, and, and like, if you go there, you'll find actually Murray Mandrick in the go-karts, just typing up his column. <laughs> <laughs> As he rounds corners. So when the sky part moved in, you guys didn't negotiate something so that you could get free ziplining, uh, you know, on your lunches or anything? No, we don't have any special deals, nor did we come to an agreement with the uh, Registered Nurses Association. Or oh, they like, there too. Tactical Nurses Association. There's so many different professional bodies. We have a professional body of some kind, and no, we don't get any deals from them either. Oh man, that's a ripoff. Yeah. But we're now tenants, Paul. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, the Leader Post uh, disappeared from the face of the earth, and that we just work remotely now. We still have a physical space uh, in our former building. We're tenants, but uh, we haven't been there since March. What are you going to miss the most? Because like you're moving on, you're not you're not going to be sticking like 100 percent with journalism going forward. What are you going to miss about the daily newspaper grind? Yeah, uh, I, I I actually think I'm ready to get away from the daily newspaper grind for a little bit. I'm still going to do journalism. I still want to do freelance, and I want to mm-hmm. sort of work on uh, longer form features. And I still might be doing a few of them for the Leader Post. Uh, right. We have our weekenders, and for things that can be done remotely, like maybe like historical stuff uh, of various kinds where I can get stuff shipped to me from the archives. Uh, Then I might still be doing the occasional weekender. So I won't be totally gone, at least uh, remotely speaking, but that's what life is now anyway. Right. So uh, really no difference. Uh, But uh, aside from that, yeah, I'm just doing a bunch of other personal projects that are only tangentially, if at all related to journalism. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I do. Will I miss it? I don't know how, long I'll be away from it for. I think sooner or later, I certainly will want to get back uh, into daily journalism, but just need a little bit of a break. What are you not going to miss? <laughs> what am I not going to miss? Uh, the obfuscation, I think, uh, which yeah. has become so much more apparent uh, uh, doing the provincial beat and, uh, and, uh, and uh, especially during the pandemic, I mean, there, there are such problems with transparency that uh, trying to pull information out of people is, 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 is quite, a, quite a painful process, like a, like a dental procedure, right? So mm. uh, doing longer form journalism, there still might be a little of that, but I can wait those people out now, you know? <laughs> I don't need it today. You won't have a deadline. Exactly. So deadlines are another thing that I won't miss. Although it's an open question whether I'll have sufficient self-discipline to uh, motivate myself to do anything without deadlines. Okay. And what about like best slash craziest slash most memorable press scrum or press conference? Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, recently they've all sort of melted into each other, but in some ways I feel like 
the first COVID press conferences, when we, st- when, when, when we just got Dr. Shahab and Premier Mo in the same room at the very beginning, when all of this was so confusing and we were really starting just trying to put it all together and every case felt like it was going to be the end of the world, you know, like before yeah. uh, 300 a day was normal. Uh, <laughs> back then, it, like, it was really a lot more exciting. Uh, <laughs> and like, it was scary and it felt like the stakes were really high, but it was also new and exciting. And now the stakes still feel high, but it's just such a repetitive grind. Uh, right. <laughs> What's so, on the menu today? Sickness and death. <sighs> exactly. And that's every yeah. single day. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I felt like those, <laughs> those early press conferences uh, with Dr. Shahab in March might've been some of the most interesting ones. But I also remember some of the most terrifying press conferences being around that time too, because I remember uh, just, I, I, I think it was the day before the pandemic was declared and Saskatchewan had like one of its first cases and they just dropped their whole budget, right? They just dropped everything uh, and, and just rewrote it as like a bunch of spending estimates. But I had written like, three pre-stories, depending on what the budget was going to be, and everything <laughs> fell apart. So there was just so much happening during that month that it was exciting, but also immensely stressful. God. Well, you know, this is this is like qu- quite a capper to your like daily newspaper career in Regina. Uh, <laughs> you were you were the uh, the pandemic guy. Um, well, one of the pandemic guys, actually, I, I, I should be uh, That's true. Yeah. because we we had a team we had a really good team of people uh that did that alternated the covid beat right and and even subs within that right so like the main people were me and lynn at the leader post and zach and phil at the star phoenix uh jen ackerman and right. you know alex saloon have also been in there a lot mark melnichuk doing all the videos so it's mm-hmm. really a team effort and it's it's i think kept me sane not having to do it every day and being able to focus on other things uh that have absolutely nothing to do with covid and that is a wonderful relief when it happens what are you going to beyond just do, like you said freelancing and like do you want to share like your other plans yeah sure uh so i'm going uh back to ottawa in december i'm going to travel through the states to get there so visit chicago which is always something that i've wanted to oh. do and then uh, I'll spend about a month and a half just hanging out at my dad's house. I haven't seen him in a while, so it's going to be cool to just uh, live there and help him out, uh, which is part of, like, kind of the main reason that I want to go back is just to, to see family again, right? Because uh, the pandemic has really made it obvious, you know, time passes and uh, sometimes you're away from the people that you care about for a while, right? So that's part of yeah. it. Uh, and then as of probably mid-January, I want to take a little trip uh if uh if the virus cooperates maybe go to uh spain and morocco is kind of where i want to start and uh miss the canadian winter which is also something i'm always going to do and never have to after that uh that that's when i would really be uh, looking to do some freelance journalism uh but also working on uh a few things i want to do kind of like a woodworking framing and photography melange of things uh maybe just amateurish maybe try to put it together in something that can make me a few dollars here and there uh and and see how that works out and uh i i i uh, the uh, pandemic has been uh great for my wallet because i haven't spent any money so uh now's the time to spend it i think (laughs) yeah see arthur normally people go from journalism into like high paying communications gigs mm-hmm. and you're going into like photography and woodworking. Um, I salute you. Uh, I've, I've, I've never really had any interest in going into what uh, going on the other side. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do this because I'm sort of committed to trying to get answers and I really don't want to be the person that tries to prevent answers from being given, uh, which is, you know, like some cause people are really helpful, but, you know, when, when shit really hits the fan and when an issue is potentially damaging, I mean, their job is diametrically the opposite of what yours is. And yeah. that's just the way it is. And I mm-hmm. don't really have a lot of interest in doing that. Thanks a lot for doing this. Uh, thanks for checking in. And oh, yeah. uh, Regina is going to miss your reporting. Like, 
I have missed your work on City Hall since you moved to the province beat. And uh, yeah, your your writing has been fantastic and the work that you've done has been great. So uh, yeah, uh, thanks for everything that you've done over the last few years. Thanks for the kind words, Paul. What, what, right. you okay. what Paul said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, we have to move on to innovative revenue tools. Cool. Oh, can, can I have one? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. I was thinking, uh, I mean, you guys have seen, you know, aerial photos of the stadium, right? Yes. You know that it looks like a giant toilet bowl, right? Oh, yes. Like, yes, super, we do. Super obvious. And, and, yes. and, and any vacationer to Regina, any tourist would, would, would notice that instantly. So why not just turn it in to a toilet museum? Brilliant. Change all the seats into toilets. To, to toilets? Yes, and but 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 have a historical survey of toilets, so toilets from different eras, thirty thousand of them. What we could do is have the writers like actually do like a little sort of play, like showing the history of toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it could be like a an interpretive dance. Yeah, with but with toilets. They, I mean, and they're 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 beefy dudes. They they, they can like like have toilets around. Precisely. Wow. Happy to contribute. You know the, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you came up with that last innovative revenue tool because that, that's uh, neither of us could accomplish something like that. <laughs> or, or maybe that's exactly what the kind of thing that we would. But anyway, yeah, that's great. Thanks a lot, yeah. Arthur. The Queen City Improvement Bureau would like to acknowledge the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District for their support of our show. The Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District. Improving the district where there are warehouses in Regina. Well, we're... What happened? Did we go away? We did. We went away Did briefly. we vanish? That's very disconcerting every time it happens. Disappeared, like, disappeared into yeah. a void. It's, it's like we're anesthetized. And, and the void rushes in for like 30 to 90 seconds and then we're back. But it it doesn't feel like any time for us. Like for everybody else, they felt those 90 seconds. True. And for us, it was just like a blink. Sometimes when I come back, I have a nice haircut. Hmm. So clearly sure. somebody's caring for us while we're, tell, tell yourself while we're out. I, I, oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't, no, I'll just tell myself that. I'll feel a lot better. Okay. Um, before we do anything else, I should mention that we uh, we have a sponsor. Get out. I can't. I don't know how to get out of here, but we do have a sponsor. It is, it is in fact, the uh, Warehouse Improvement District. Yes. They love warehouses, business improvement, districts, and they love the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Yeah. Well, I, I think loves the Queen City Improvement Bureau is strong. They feel um, they tolerate us enough to, uh, to, to support us. As long as we don't show up like it within the bounds of the warehouse district. Yeah. I think it's more of a pity relationship. Could be. No. Could be. They've maybe maybe they saw like some commercial and you know, where like they saw pictures of us with like sad piano music playing and our big eyes, and they're like, for you know, for just pennies a day, you can sponsor these poor bureaucrats. That was the best money we've ever spent. <laughs> Agreed. Got got us lot got us like dozens of dollars. So. It did. Yeah, many fives of bucks. Many fives of bucks. It only took ten thousand. So that's a deal either way. Yep. We do have new guests though. We've lost Arthur, but we've gained Swampfest. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so who do we have from Swampfest? We have uh, Abby Colgate Locks and the Toxic Algal Blob. Hello, Abby. Hello, Toxic Algal Blob. Uh, Tab says it's an honor to be here and a pleasure to be on the airways with you both again. You know, uh, can, can I call him? Can I? Can we call him Tab, or like, does he prefer Mister Blob, or what? What? What does he prefer? Uh, well, Tab does use they, them, or it pronouns. However, uh, Tab would be, the, the informal Tab would be absolutely acceptable if I might speak for Tab on this occasion. Well, I, then I shall call them Tab. Yes. They've, they've just got a way about them. 
And, and I should explain to anybody who might be listening that Abby, you're your tabs translator. Yes, I am tabs official translator. Uh, tab isn't is, in, is um, fluent in many algal tongues, but in the English language, their dialect is hard to decipher. I am fluent in um, the language of the swamp. I did study. Uh, officially at Swamp U um, University for many years. So I, I accompany Tab on all of their our official speaking engagements. So I will just be a fly on the wall, so to speak, and uh, just just um, translate to the best of my ability for Tab. Uh, apparently there's some big news in the swamp. Like uh, what's, uh, what's, what's coming up that uh, the world needs to know about? Well, big news coming from the swamp, uh, as you could probably tell by Tab's very excitable tone, there is an event happening called There's Hauntings Happening coming from the swamp. Um, I believe this this upcoming weekend, the weekend of All Hallows Eve, the swamp will be bubbling over with spookiness. Now, is this the result of some evil geese or where is this uh, spookiness coming from? Uh, so Tab has been working with um, various vats of scum and other sediments in Wascana Lake, um, and therefore working closely with our uh, allies and friends at Silt Studio. So the silt to bottom of Wascana Lake has gained some sort of additional sentience. Um, and we are working on deciphering exactly what that will entail. But anyone who is interested, who is listening now, can head over to Silt Studio, which is lovely ceramic studio at 2275 Albert Street on October the 30th, 1 till 5 p.m. And also 8 until midnight for some later silty happenings. And then again on All Hallows Eve on the 31st, noon till three. Oh, you got all that from what Tab just said? Uh, yes. Algal <laughs> <laughs> tongue really is a differently uh, assembled language than English. There's a lot of, a lot of nuance in short utterances. That's why I like um, Algal TV shows are only like three minutes long. Yeah, especially if you watch them um, at double speed. You really learn a lot. Sorry, I, Tab, please fill us in. Oh, Tab has been watching a lot of swamp flicks this fall season and agrees that swamp TV really is far superior media. I can't help but wonder what Tab thinks of Dune because there are, on Dune there are no swamps. Uh, Tab says that they have, in fact, many uh, desert cousins and that Dune is not so far away from the swamp as you might, as one might think. You know, as always, when when we have Tab on, uh, they always shatter my assumptions and expand my horizons. So thank you to Tab. No problem. With this uh, Halloween event that you guys are doing, what um, what should kids be on the lookout for? Like, what 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 what's the most like kid friendly thing that uh, kids can expect?
Ah, uh, yes, very astute, Tab. Uh, the the haunting of the swamp is uh, more of a artistic experience for everyone involved. And Tab says that while it is uncertain of exactly what will be happening, that children of all ages are more than welcome to attend, except for the Saturday evening where there will be um, beverages of the adult persuasion. So daytime, children are more than welcome. And Tab, would you want to uh, just repeat that last part about the artists who are involved? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Tab wanted to mention all of the wonderful artists that are involved in this event, including Greg Allen, Ian Campbell, Lindsay Ruski, Chad Munson, Jamie Reynolds, uh-huh. Gerald Saul, William Saul, Isabella Wishlow, Adam Horvey, and possibly some appearances by the mysterious Swamp Swarm. So it's sure to be spooky and entertaining all around. I do believe it. Um, and how much are tickets? Tab, remind me. Yes, ta- tickets are a variety of prices, a sliding slimy scale between 10 and 20 doll hairs to attend. And uh, people can get them by visiting swampfest.ca and reserving a spot to enter through the swamp, the haunted swamp, which the experience takes about 15 minutes or it could take a little bit longer to experience all of the hauntings. And is this like, so is this like one of those, uh, you know, when they take a, uh, an unused mall or unused box store and they turn it into a, uh, well, like a, a haunted house just for Halloween. Is, is that is that the vibe you're going for, Tab? Yes, Tab says that this will be quite unlike those scary mall haunted houses although with some some parallels in that people will be encouraged to show up with a small group to enter through the slimy, swampy space uh, with their the group of their choosing. Uh, but Tab has specifically reached out to artists, performers, and musicians in the community that are uh, sure to put a bit of a swampier spin on your typical Halloween scare fest. So... Probably not the gore fest of the um, the haunted malls because we are a little bit swampier than that. Okay, but will there be any jump scares? It's hard to say because I I hate jump scares. They scare me. Well. Uh, Tab did articulate that um, there might be a couple spooky moments, but um, the the beings of the swamp are generally uh, kind-hearted and will keep in mind any uh, predisposition for scariness that uh, folks have when entering through. But uh, Tab did mention it's hard to say whether you know there might be a couple jump scares. Hard to say. Okay. But I'm not going to spoil my pants at one of these things. That's a hard, that is a hard question to answer. Well, I plan to. Maybe, you know, make your own judgment call on how many spare pairs of pants to bring. Uh, I should mention, we're on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We're the Queen City Improvement Bureau. We're talking with Abby Colgate-Locks, who's translating for the Toxic Algo Blob. Tab uh, about a swamp fence. Uh, sorry, swamp fest. The haunted swamp coming up on October thirtieth and thirty first at uh, Silt Studios.
Do you, uh, do you mind like uh, shifting gears slightly here just for a bit? We can go, we can go back to talking about your event, but you were talking tab earlier about scum and sediments. Uh, I was just wondering, you know, how you're feeling about the political situation in Saskatchewan right now. Uh, yes, um, Tab was making a, a reference, but you know, when cream rises to the top, scum often settles to the bottom. Um, and Tab feels that that is a particularly apt analogy for the current state of affairs of Saskatchewan politics. Uh, however, being a swamp dweller themselves um, finds it a bit difficult to have these uh, scum analogies likened to creatures of the swamp who are really doing their best um, to make Willow Island a better place, um, which as many of your listeners might know, Tab has been the mayor of Willow Island for uh, coming up on a year now. Right. So what you're saying then, Tab, is that um, Saskatchewan politics is giving scum a bad name? Yeah, you heard it here. Uh, are you, is there any optimism for, you know, the tail end of the fourth wave here and for uh, of COVID and for, uh, you know, where, where Saskatchewan will be going, uh, you know, heading into the holiday season? Mm. Tab does feel uh, optimistic in the general dispositions of all citizens of the swamp and um, would like to mention that um, vaccination rates on Willow Island are at 100%. Wow. Yep. And also, uh, speaking of tail ends, um, there's been some particular feathers ruffling around a particular candidate in the last mayoral race who was Honk Gooserman. I've, we've been told Honk mm-hmm. might be making another appearance in politics very soon. Not neither confirmed, not confirmed, but rumors. I am, I am not a fan of Honk Gooserman. I'm just going to come out, come out swinging on the, on that particular issue. Um, what, what political thing, pray tell, could Honk Gooserman be uh, getting involved in? Uh, again, Tab is not in a position to disclose this highly classified information, but uh, there have been various tail feathers ruffling around Wascana Island. Um, various, uh, there's been some flockings. Flockings? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Told you how Gooseman was bad news. Considering, Tab, that you've been mayor of Willow Island for, I guess it's a year now. Uh, today, Regina City Council just expanded uh, their their vaccine or another va- well, yeah, their vaccine proof system uh, to reach everything. You've achieved, um, but you've achieved a hundred percent vaccine rate on Willow Willow Island. Uh, do you have any recommendations to the city of Regina about how they can repu- replicate your success? <laughs> Yeah, well, Tab has had a very comprehensive uh, public health plan um, from the get-go, and it really has involved just reaching out to all constituents of the swamp, um, regardless of form, mass, um, or solidity. And Tab has always governed in this this way and and believes that um, with open, clear communication, that has achieved a very, 
very high level of success for the citizens of Willow Island. However, um, recognizes that you know it is a it is an island, so uh, there isn't there hasn't been a lot of comings and goings um, over the last year and a half. Everyone is quite content to stay where they are. Right. Um, so you you haven't had like a big problem with like uh, refugees from Regina. Uh, sneaking across the water to uh... Uh, yes there have been a couple reported sneakings and as the winter season approaches this is obviously something that uh, Willow Island Council is in currently having some more discussions about uh, with the solidity of the lake so uh, this is where I believe Honk Gooserman might have a role to play in just careful um, passport checks at all borders of the island entry and exit points. Hmm. I'm, I'm, how would Honk Gooserman be involved there? Like you, you're making him sound like kind of a jerk. <laughs> Uh, have you ever crossed an angry goose? Um, that's pretty much the gist of what Tab responded. Okay. Honk is yeah, um, a, a very esteemed colleague, but um, really lays down the line and doesn't uh, take any quack. Right. Okay. <laughs> no quack. My next question was going to be, so like what are real estate prices like on Willow Island and how difficult is it, say, if you're like a disaffected Reginan to emigrate to Willow Island? Well, um, Tab says that the housing market on Willow Island has remained relatively consistent of a consistent sea that is rather viscous. Um, so it's a viscous market. Um, however, there, there are a slew of possibilities for potential homeowners if they're willing to um, expand their notion of what a dwelling is. Yeah. So okay. a swampier dwelling than what many are used to? A couple rocks, underturned rocks, I believe, are available. I don't know. That sounds pretty good compared to yeah. a south basement. Well, maybe you two need to think about changing, uh, getting a change of scenery for your office. Ooh. I shouldn't speak on behalf of Tab here, but I know that there are a couple very viable office spaces that might, it's uh, Willow Island City Hall that perhaps might treat you a little better. Is there a sub-basement on Willow Island? <laughs> Absolutely, there is a Willow Island sub-basement. Because I don't think I could move out of a sub-basement. No, we're pretty used to sub-basement dwelling by now. Well, I've uh, I've actually been learning um, a little bit uh, in preparation. I've been uh, learning uh, a little bit of Algol. Ooh. And I've, I've actually prepared a uh, message, a uh, ceremonial message of welcome for, for Tab. So with, with your permission, I, I would like to... I would like to read it out for you now. Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. Tab says, very good for your accent was not bad. Thank you. I've been working on it. I couldn't find the Duolingo app for Algol. So uh, what did I, I haven't learned any? What, what did you say? Oh, I, uh, I, I said uh, that there was smoke on the water and fire in the sky and that I felt an ode to joy in my heart for, for tap. That's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> that is um, a traditional uh, greeting for in the blob community. So Tab did appreciate that detail. Yeah, that's excellent. It was also the first things I could think of that sounded like beeps and boops. So 
Okay, well, we've just got a few minutes left here. Uh, maybe, Tab, could you just like run us through one more time, remind everybody what's coming up and where they can find uh, some more information and where they can get tickets? Yes, Tab says that uh, please come check out the Haunted Swamp presented by Tab and Swamp Fest, which will be happening at Silt Studios, 2275 Albert Street on Saturday, October 30th and Sunday, October 31st with lots of local artists, performers and filmmakers and DJs. You can get tickets and more information at www.swampfest.ca or uh, look for Swamp Fest YQR on social media. And we would love to see you there. Brilliant. And like, I just wasn't clear on this tab. Will you be performing? Can we look forward to seeing you there? Well, Tab cannot confirm nor deny their presence at this event, but you'll have to come and find out. Tab's a very busy blob these days, but they just might All right. make an appearance. All right. Is there anything else that's coming up from the swamp uh, in uh, the near future that we should know about? Like a, a Christmas in the swamp. Uh, Tab does not celebrate Christmas. <laughs> However, stay tuned because you never know what Tab might get up to next. Okay. Well, on that note, then we can probably, uh, we should probably move to adjourn then. All right. Uh, I move to adjourn. I second that motion. Right then, meeting adjourned. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, tuned into the community. We are broadcast live from Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m., and rebroadcast Monday, 3 to 4 p.m. Uh, coming up next, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret, followed by music all on through the night. Find us on Twitter at Queen City IB, on our website, queencityib.com, and of course, cjtr.ca slash podcasts. That's it. Keep on improving, Regina. <laughs>